and I think sex gets kind of a bad rap because mm-hmm. it, they look at it a lot from, well, that's, that's a man's need. Yeah. No, it's not just a man's need. It's a marriage need. Thank you for joining us for the Blended Kingdom Families podcast. This podcast is for blended families, the people who love them, and anyone who just wants to improve their marriage and family relationships. BKF exists to break the cycle of divorce, equip marriages, and unite blended families with the truth of God's word. It is our hope that today you will receive biblical guidance and practical resources that will bring unity and peace to create your thriving, healthy home. Let's jump in. Hey guys, welcome to the BKF Podcast. We are so excited you're here with us today. If you haven't already, take an opportunity, like, share, comment. Uh, You're going to want to send us your feedback on this episode because it's going to get juicy. It's going to get juicy. But we're excited you're here today. This is uh, our series on we're entering marriage and, and a season of of, of marriage conferences. So yes. we're excited. So, uh, if you haven't already, uh, EXO is going to be kicking off their new, uh, their conference season. We have our first conference coming up in Grapevine, Texas. It's sold out right now, but you can go to EXO now and stream this. Yes. So this is the season. That's yes. the season of love. Yeah. I mean, it's February. Yeah. It's Valentine's. Yeah. Well, it's getting close. It's really getting close. Yes. And we're going to be talking, we're going to do a couple of series on intimacy, better known as sex. But there's a lot. There's other. There's, things. there's different. There's kinds other of stuff. Yes, yes. Yes. But we're going to talk about. You know, we, we pulled a stat recently that said, uh, just in frequency, the average. You know, couples how many times they have sex yearly. Yeah. Um, obviously, the younger ones had more. Yeah. And then as you're older, I think the 40 to 50 was like 56 times a year. So that's like 1.1 something times a week. Okay. Seems low, but you know. So we're going to talk about how to address frequency today. Yeah. So now, Vanessa, we have kids and have very busy lives. Mm -hmm. So, and I know if you're watching out there, you're like, okay, I get it. Marriage, sex, it's important. But we have kids, we have schedules, we have all these different things. So let's talk about some ways that we can kind of smooth out things and, and and look at ways that we can increase the intimacy in our marriage? Well, I think first, just to put a disclaimer out there, you know, as we're talking about this, you yeah. know, we know that, um, you know, we have so many couples that come to us, um, you know, and in blended families, I think it's, it's heightened even more just because, uh, schedules are so much busier and, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot more going on, uh, so to speak. But, um, you know, we understand that, anybody who, um, is really struggling, struggling in the area with their spouse to have more intimacy or have more sex. There's so many different things that can be happening. There can be physical things Mm -hmm. going on with our bodies. Um, there can even be maybe some past, um, relationship traumas or sexual trauma that has happened Mm -hmm. in the past. So we want to be sensitive that, um, we know that everyone's situation is different and everyone's, uh, sexual, um, uh, situation, so to speak, is different. And yeah. so, but, you know, um, one of the questions that we get a lot is, you know, how can I engage in more intimacy with my spouse? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, one thing that we talked about is it kind of with couples and with spouses, it can be this, this mood point of talk. Like it can actually be something that's hard to talk about. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, how can you first start having that conversation, mm-hmm. um, which then can probably lead to having more sex, um, more enjoyable sex and, yeah. you know, having it um, on a regular cadence. Yeah. And, and, and I think in the next episode that we're going to do on intimacy, we're going to talk about, you know, how to have 
what we consider probably more difficult conversations sure. about sex. Some yeah. of them may not be difficult. It may just need to happen. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to talk about communication as it relates to around uh, intimacy and sex. And I, and I want to point out, we're, we're using these two words kind of independently. Yeah. And I, and I want to make sure that I, I, I stress why we're doing that. Uh, because I think they mean different things to different people. Yeah. Intimacy is not just sex. Yeah. It does include sex. Sure. Whereas sex can include intimacy and the physical aspects of sex. Sure. So we're going to use these independently and talk about them independently. Yeah. Um, but for those couples out there that are struggling in these areas, and mm-hmm. again, blended families, we get it. You have lots of kiddos. Yep. We have four boys. Yeah. And I've made it a comment several times, Vanessa, I always feel bad for her because it's very hard to be feminine in our house <laughs> yes. and to feel sexy because um, normally there's like four kids running around, two of them barely have any clothes on, somebody's yelling, somebody's screaming. Yeah. And, and I, I suspect it's probably the same at your house. Um, so the first thing we would say is make sure you have a good lock on your door. Yes. Uh, a, a healthy lock on your bedroom door is the first step. I mean, you got to have that. Yeah. Just inserting a little humor there, you guys. But yeah, you know, I would say, you know, one of the first things when it comes to frequency and having sex, you know, a lot of people, you know, try to schedule sex um, because again, schedules are so busy. And we've talked about this a little bit before. um, But you guys, you know, everything pulls for our attention. And especially, you know, I'm going to speak from the mom's point of view and Scott, Mm -hmm. you can speak from the husband's, but um, you know, as a mom, I've got so many things on my plate, right? Mm -hmm. I'm juggling the kids. I'm juggling, you know, work at the ministry. I'm also in grad school. So I'm juggling my score Mm -hmm. and I have 10 million plates that are spinning. Um, And so a lot of times at the end of the day, like you just, don't feel like it. Like, yeah. let's get real. As moms, we were tired, you know, our energy is spent. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes the last time, you know, at the end of the day, we just don't feel sexy. And it's mm-hmm. just not the first thing on our mind, you know, um, that we want to do. And so I think one of the things, um, you know, that we've talked about that as a mom, you know, how can I still serve my husband and how can we still make that a priority in our marriage mm. um, when we have all of these things going on? And so, you know, I think one of the things, um, you know, that I've thought about just me personally, it's like, what can I lay down? What can I lay down um, that'll take some of that stuff off of my plate so that I'm not so tired during the evening or, um, you know, actually putting maybe things on my calendar. And I know people say that's weird that you're going to put, have sex with your husband or spouse, like on your calendar. You can maybe but, make it a little disguised, you know, come up with a disguise, code word or sexy time. Yeah. No, but, um, but Sean and Lynette Reed actually talk about this yeah. book in marriage and transition. And yeah. they talk about using, um, technology and devices to schedule time. And if you haven't picked up that book, you guys, it's awesome. You need yeah. to. Um, but I agree. I think, you know, I know I'm, I'm very busy. We're very, very busy. A lot of people are, but sometimes it's just putting it on your schedule and and knowing, hey, like this set aside time is going to be for me and my spouse. Like you're thinking about it. You know that it's coming mm-hmm. up. Maybe you can be thinking about some things that you want to do or, mm-hmm. you know, what that's going to look like. But again, making sure that that is a priority and not letting the little things get in the way. You know, we've talked about like, if you get home and you have nothing left to give to your family or to your spouse, then you've probably given too much in other places. And you guys, our intimacy with our spouse is so important. It's vital to the health of our marriage. And so, um, you know, making that a priority, um, it's, it's imperative. Well, and I'd also like to say, you know, for any of the husbands out there listening and they see their wives going through this and they see their wives juggling 50 million things. I don't want you to separate that to say that they don't think you're important. Mm -hmm. They know you're important. They know, but they, they literally have so many things to complete in a day. Um, and our, I'm just going to say our male brain, 
we don't we don't think like women do. We don't we don't we don't handle the 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 amount of information that our wives do. And so it can be really difficult, but don't don't replace that with they don't care about you or they don't care if your needs are met. Um, we have a role to play in this too. Mm-hmm. So I love what you talked about scheduling. Um, I think you could come up with a better code word to put on your schedule because <laughs> certain people see your schedule and they, they see that they're like, okay. Um, but maybe you can come up with some little code word. Um, but scheduling is important. The other thing is is just kind of doing some check-ins. I mean, you may find yeah. that certain seasons yeah. um, are, first of all, you may find yourself in that busy season and go, wait a second. We are just, we're not connecting physically and we're not, you know, maybe we're not doing our date nights. And, you know, there's different things that we talk about in terms of intimacy. Maybe I haven't held my wife's hand very much lately or I haven't given her enough, you know, uh, maybe hugs or. So you might find yourself in that busy season. And when you find yourself in that busy season and you find yourself maybe arguing with your spouse more or arguing, just being generally uh, more irritable, you can go, okay. Let's let's make sure that we go back to the basics here. Let's get back to connecting physically. Yeah. Let's make sure that we're we're having sex regularly so that we feel like our needs are being met. The other thing you can do, and I love that, that I know Vanessa and I we we talk about this a lot as we go into busy seasons. Yeah. Uh, I remember not not too long ago we said, hey, we got a really busy season, and I made the comment. I said, well, let's just make sure that you and I connect. Yeah. Uh, because I know that that's a glue that will get us through a busy season. Sure. Uh, if we're Making sure that we do that, making sure that you know we're having our date nights, making sure that intimacy is regularly uh, regular. Uh, we can find ourselves in those busy seasons and go, okay, we're, we've got enough in the tank to yeah. make it through this. Well, and you know when we're on a regular like cadence with our intimacy and we're having sex regularly, it's like going to the gym, right? Yeah. So like a lot of times you don't want to do it, but once you go, you feel, feel amazing after, right? So I think, you know, and you, and you set that schedule. So then it's like, okay, I'm going to start working out. So you get up at 5 a.m. And at first it can be a little hard. It can be a little yeah. tough. You know, you may be tired in the mornings, but once you start doing it, um, your body, it, you know, it's like your body's waking up by itself on time and like you're going and it becomes this, this, um, a part of your routine and, and it's like your body needs it, you know? And so yeah. I think that the, the same thing goes for when you're sexually intimate, um, as well is that once it becomes a regular cadence, you know, you want to do it. It makes you feel better. It makes yeah. you feel closer to your spouse. It's again, um, a part of that glue that keeps you guys together. And because there is so much emotional intimacy tied to sexual intimacy, it's mm. going to, um, uh, you know, make your marriage stronger. It's going to make you guys feel better about one another and feel better about your marriage. Um, you know, and I know we were talking about this before about how women really need that emotional aspect to get to sex, but men, it's almost the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. I I would say a hundred percent, you know, um, the intimacy in the bedroom starts way before the bedroom for women. And, 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 and guys, we need to realize this. And, and I would hope, and I, and I know that women give us a lot of grace on this too, because sometimes we're like, okay, sex times are like, well, you haven't done anything. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, and there's some grace there. Um, but in the same breath, and just speaking from a, a man's perspective, the, the physical side brings out the emotional side for men. So yeah. the, the more intimacy we're having, the more emotionally connected we are to our wives, the more able we are to mm-hmm. uh, fulfill their needs emotionally. Yeah. Um, and it just kind of it kind of puts the puzzle together for uh, for both couples, but yeah. men specifically. Yeah, I think it's a healthy balance. It's like the women the women need the emotional, you know, and, and for mm-hmm. men it's like the vice versa. So it's like how can we meet in the middle together? Um, 
to make sure that that's happening on a regular basis and we're having that frequent intimacy. And so, um, you know, you guys, we love the sex chapter of the Bible or I'm sorry, the sex book of the Bible. The Song of Solomon. The Song of Solomon. Yeah, just in um, case, if you've never read this, woo! they talk about sex in the Bible. They do. Because God created it, and he, he and He created it for, for married couples, and it's good. It's good. Well, you know, it was funny, because I was reading through Scripture, and I'm in the Song of Solomon, and it's verses, it's 2-6, ver, um, and it says, His left hand is under my head, and his right hand embraces me. Um, and so here, you guys, and so when I was reading in the study notes, it says sometimes the word embraces refers to sexual activity, um, such as in Proverbs, but it can also describe the embrace of affection. Mm. Um, and it's not necessarily sexual, although the, the context indis- indicates that it's great intimacy. And so again, I think that goes back where like women, you know, they want to be embraced. They want to be touched. They want to be, um, reassured, mm. you know, they, um, the, uh, you know, um, uh, words like what I'm trying to think of the language. What is it? Words of affirmation, words of affirmation. And so love, love affirmation, love affirmation. Um, so women need that, but then also, um, you know, as you were speaking from, you know, a guy's perspective, Scott, it can be the opposite, but, mm-hmm. um, I love how, um, when both come together, we can, you know, fulfill our marriage and it can be beautiful and you're having great sex and it's amazing. Mm -hmm. Well, and it all comes down and we talked about this before and you made the comment. Um, if you want to have more sex in your marriage, have more sex. Yeah. Um, and again, we know that there are seasons where people get out of rhythm Yeah. and they're, and, and they become, um, kind of like roommates. They're just kind of business partners that kind of go through the motion. And that's not the way God created marriage to be. Uh, and, and I think sex gets kind of a bad rap because mm-hmm. it, they look at it a lot from, well, that's that's a man's need. Yeah. No, that's not just a man's need. It's a marriage need. Yeah. And, and, good. and we need to address it from all sides because men think of it differently sometimes. Sure, sure. Uh, and women think of it differently sometimes. But if you're listening to this and you're like, hey, you know, intimacy has just been an issue for us. So first of all, um, if none of these things are kind of going, okay, let's just check the box here and move on. We always suggest, you know, strong biblical counselors are great for helping you in this area. And specifically, even biblical counselors who specialize in sex therapy. therapy. There are those out there. They are. They're like, hey, we want to have better sex. We got married so that we can enjoy this. Yeah. So let's find people that can help us... put that together. Yeah. And, you know, like we said earlier to guys, when we first started, you know, we know that some people come from sexual trauma and that there can be some really difficult things, um, in your marriage that can maybe are hindering that. And so at the end of the day, you know, God created marriage and he created sex and he created pleasure. Like he created us to have pleasure with one another and within marriage. And so, you know, um, and the enemy is really good about attacking that. And so, um, you know, if you're just in that season again, where you're struggling to just get on a regular cadence or, you know, you're not having it, you know, frequently and you're feeling that tension. Um, you know, I love that you said, just go back to the basics and okay, you know, are we putting God first Are yeah. you know, what is our, um, intimacy look like? What does our communication look like? And we're going to talk about that in the next episode. Um, but these are, you know, great things that we can just, um, do to get back just on, um, just on a regular, you know, cadence. So, you know, make it, make it a priority, make it a date, put it on the calendar. Don't put sexy time. What is another better word you can put it like, got to check the oil? Snuggle time. Somebody sees that thing. I don't know. Snuggle time. Uh, They're a great thing. So if you're listening to this and you haven't done that already, you can get on your phone, send your husband, send your wife a calendar, uh, invite. Yeah. Um, 
they'll be like, what is this? And like, I'll show you later. Um, and then also we would like to suggest Saturdays and Sunday mornings are always good. Saturdays and Sunday mornings. Saturdays and Sunday mornings. Yeah. Find, I would say find a time or, you yeah. know, that works for you. And so we were talking to a couple one time and, um, they were struggling with infertility yeah. and they were trying to get pregnant and they, um, they were like, we could never do it in the evenings when our kids were home because it always, it always would get interrupted and it yeah. didn't make it enjoyable. So oh, they, it yeah. was lunchtime. They lunchtime so they did. would, um, yeah. the husband would come home on his lunch break and they did a lot of quickies and they loved it. And it was awesome. Awesome because children weren't there, they could enjoy it, and they made it a regular thing. Um, and then they ended up getting pregnant, and they now have three kiddos. So I love yeah. that story. But um, but yeah, you guys, you know, it's also about just finding a time that works for you. Maybe it's in the mornings, maybe it's in the evenings, maybe it's lunchtime. You know, um, finding what works for you guys. Yeah, and this episode was really to address like the frequency of, of sex and intimacy. Yeah. Uh, we know that there are deeper issues here. Absolutely. And, and as we look at, you know, and as you explore your marriage and maybe this is, you know, your new marriage in a blended family, we know that there are things that maybe are behind the scenes that are yeah. affecting this. Yeah. So next week, we're going to talk all about how to have communication. Mm-hmm. Let me say the different way. How to talk about sex. There you go. How do we talk about this? How, yeah. do, how do we bring it up without starting an argument? How do yeah, we bring it up uh, where you're not going to feel embarrassed? Yeah. Um, because again, you know, people have different sexual histories. Yep. Um, and so they have different needs, different wants, different desires. So mm-hmm. we're going to talk about how to navigate all of those things next week. Sure. So guys, thanks all for joining in today. Again, if you haven't already, uh, EXO um, is doing a tremendous amount of work for marriages. And that's EXO Marriage Ministry. Yeah, EXO yeah. Marriage Ministry. But you can go to EXO now if you want to watch uh, the Grapevine Conference. It's coming up. It's absolutely amazing. You can subscribe and you can live stream that. And thank you so much for joining us today and have a wonderful day. Be blessed in all that you do. Hey guys, so glad you were here with us today and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And you can find more resources from Blended Kingdom Families at blendedkingdomfamilies.com. Join us again next time as we hang out with more amazing podcast guests. And remember, nothing will be impossible with God.